Good evening, this is Mandy Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News. The National Weather Service has issued a red flag warning for southwest, central, and north-central Iowa from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Thursday. Winds will gust out of the southwest at 15 to 25 miles per hour, with gusts approaching 30 to 35 miles per hour. Very dry fuels are already in place. On Thursday, minimum relative humidity values of 15 to 25 percent are forecast. This will create extreme fire weather conditions. Any fires that develop will likely spread rapidly. As a reminder, burn bans are in place for the majority of counties in southwest Iowa. In fact, Audubon County issued a burn ban effective at 6 p.m. today. With the milder weather, the Fremont County Sheriff's Office will be doing projects with the Iowa State Patrol, focusing on seatbelt enforcement. During the projects, the Sheriff's Office will be enforcing general traffic enforcement and looking for impaired drivers. In the past year, Fremont County has had a total of six traffic deaths and six serious injury accidents. Fremont County has had a higher percentage of unbelted traffic deaths per capita of small counties in Iowa. The Fremont County Sheriff's Office will also be looking for distracted drivers, not just texting or on phones, but other things that distract like eating and drinking, not paying attention to the road, and animals in drivers' laps. The Adair County Board of Supervisors approved a proclamation recognizing March as Problem Gambling Awareness Month. Amanda McCall, gambling addictions counselor with Zion Integrated Behavioral Health Services, said the National Council on Problem Gambling and the Iowa Department of Health and Human Services want to raise awareness that gambling can become an addiction and there are services available. I have had individuals in Adair County seek gambling treatment, which is great, but I know that there's more out there. They estimate about 14% of Iowans have a quote-unquote problem with gambling. Now, whether that's, you know, relationship problem, whether that's debt, whether that's emotional, the problem is loosely defined, but there's still Iowans that are struggling with this as a behavior. McCall said if you have a gambling problem, you can contact her at Zion or call 1-800-BETS-OFF. During Tuesday's meeting, the Audubon County Board of Supervisors discussed various topics with the Conservation Board. One of the primary issues addressed was removing dead ash trees along the T-Bone Trail due to the emerald ash borer infestation. So far, the pest has destroyed 2,343 trees, and the dead trees are predicted to fall on the trail and Highway 71. Audubon County Supervisor's Chairman Heath Hansen says the county has removed many of these dead trees, but the stumps remain a concern. They've gotten tons of trees taken out, but now they're going to have to um, deal with some of the stumps. So most of the stumps they're trying to take care of by just gr- getting rid of them at the time. Some they're going to have to go back through and uh, and rip them out later on or cut them off down at the root system uh, in a little bit here. Um, so we're hoping that they can get that. Um, get that stuff taken care of both at the park and on the uh, bike trail here uh, here in the county. The board wants to keep the trail attractive. Because we don't want to just have a trail that has a bunch of stumps on it, you know. We want a trail that they've cut them off, they're going to reseed everything and, and make sure it rots away properly. And, and so we have a really, we want to have a nice trail. We want, we want to have a nice park. Both of those have been well taken care of in the past. We want to make sure they stay well taken care of. Hansen said the supervisors discussed a plan with the Conservation Board to resurface the trail, starting with the oldest portion in Audubon and working its way south. 
The trail has an old asphalt top that has turned bumpy in some areas. The Conservation Board is addressing this issue along with the park and the Littlefield Cabin Project. The Pottawatomie County Board of Supervisors approved the third consideration of an ordinance amending Chapter 8 zoning ordinance by adding wind energy and solar energy systems and adopted the ordinance into law. Matt Wyant, Director of Planning and Development, said the documents meet all of the public feedback along with board considerations. Thinking about our small towns, moving into the future, providing setbacks for them, our parks and recreation areas, providing setbacks for them, Council Airport as well providing setbacks for them to make sure that we can maintain our training airport that we have into the future. And I do really compliment Mr. Wickman on his comment that he had made at our last meeting. You know, our regulations are set for what they are, and it's our population that is really the factor in whether or not more windmills are placed in Pottawatomie County. We're growing, we're set to grow more, and we sure don't want to hamper any of our small towns for their growth patterns. The ordinance is official upon publication. Wyant said the summary will get publicized next Thursday and then it will be updated on the website. Iowa school districts are facing a challenge in drafting budgets because they have not received any information from the legislature regarding supplemental state aid. Public school districts in Iowa rely on SSA and local property tax levy revenue to fund their operations. According to Iowa law, the state percentage of growth must be passed by the Iowa legislature by the 30th day of the session. The House has passed a bill for a 3% increase, but the Senate has not yet acted on it. The governor has proposed a 2.5% SSA increase. Tom Robinson has more on this. Red Oak School Superintendent Ron Lorenz has stated that there has been a lack of attention given to the SSA due to the focus on the AEA restructuring bill. So for those of us just waiting to, to know something so that we can actually comply with our requirements, it's, it's a little bit frustrating, uh, a little, a little nerve-wracking, I guess but we don't have any control over it. He also notes that creating a contingency plan is difficult since the calculations are complex and done through a platform from the Department of Management. Lorenz explains that altering the spreadsheet is not as simple as making a copy since there are many numbers to consider, such as levy rates. It's really difficult to to have a contingency or to have a backup budget because it's just such an... Uh, just such a monster. It's so big. Despite the uncertainty, the Red Oak School District has created a tentative budget based on a 2.5% increase in SSA. And we're just waiting to see if that's the number. If it's not, and if they don't do anything in terms of postponing our deadlines, then we're going to be scrambling to, to get something together so that we can to meet that initial hearing requirement. However, school districts face a tight deadline to submit their budgets by April 15th. This process requires several procedural deadlines to be met, including a taxpayer notice by March 20th, a public hearing by March 25th, and a publicized notice 10 to 20 days before the hearing date. The final property tax and budget decision must be made by April 1st and April 15th, respectively. I'm Tom Robinson reporting. More news online at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Andy Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News.